0: The Lupus Living Podcast. Today's episode Sharing Your Lupus Story. Welcome to today's episode of the Lupus Living Podcast. This is Gwen Alexander, your host. This is a podcast to encourage you while you're living with lupus. Maybe you're a family member or a friend of someone that has lupus and you want to understand what they deal with. Whatever the reason for you tuning in today, I, I say thank you for taking time out of your day to listen. And also make sure that you're following us on Facebook. That's facebook.com backslash lupus I also wanted to let you know that there is merchandise available from the podcast. There's shirts and mugs and masks available. And if you visit com and click on Lupus Living Podcast, you'll find the link there. And it's also the links are in the show notes. So let's let the world know that we are Lupus Warriors. May was Lupus Awareness Month, and I encouraged each of you to share your story, especially that month. Now, you don't have to tell everything if you did decide or still decide to share your story, but at least let others know that you are a lupus warrior. I wasn't walking around that month actively looking for someone to say, hey, let me tell you what it's like to live with lupus. Actually, the two people that I was able to share my story with were my dental hygienist and one of my coworkers. So let's start with the story of the dental hygienist. I was in for a routine cleaning that day and one of the things I always have to remind them is please don't use anything with mint in it. Now I'm probably one of the 0.01 percent of the population that doesn't like mint and this was a newer hygienist so I don't don't think I had had her before and I mean it actually makes me physically ill whenever I smell mint or I, I just can't eat it. So we started talking about that and she asked me, what type of toothpaste do you use since you don't like mint? And I told her I use Pepsodent and I told her the story how when I was a kid that, you know, my family only bought mint toothpaste. I would try to brush my teeth really fast and hurry up and get it out. But she told me that she didn't, she hadn't heard of Pepsodent, but that she would keep that in mind for anybody that came in that didn't like mint. and She'd recommend it to them. Now that toothpaste doesn't really have a taste. And I've actually been using it for several years. So it must be working because I haven't had but two cavities filled in all my life. And those two cavities were actually when I was in my 30s. So anyway, we kept talking because this was the first time she was cleaning my teeth. So we talked about where we grew up and she was asking if I had any children or anything like that. And I told her no. And she said, well, what do you do with your free time? And I told her, well, I play the piano and I also do podcasts. Then she asked, oh, what's the name of your podcast? And I told her about the Lupus Living Podcast, and this is what led to her asking me lots of questions about lupus. I told her how May is Lupus Awareness Month, and she told me when she went to college, they lightly touched on autoimmune diseases, but it wasn't something that they covered really in depth. I explained to her how it affected me with the achy joints and the muscles and the fatigue. I told her how I got diagnosed and then about the complications that I had when I was in in the hospital. And when I told her about those, she had this look of shock on her face. That's why I always say, you never know what someone has gone through, so be nice to everybody. She was shocked at how serious it could be. Then I talked to her about how it can affect your internal organs and other challenges like not being able to remember things and how I use sticky notes to help me with that. I shared with her about certain celebrities that live with lupus, and one of them she knew, but some of the other ones, she's like, I didn't know that they had lupus. She asked me several questions during my appointment, and I told her how I had shared on Facebook for those of us living with lupus to share our story with someone. So I asked her, is it okay if I tell this story, which she said yes. And I also shared with her how I deal with the extreme fatigue that I experience sometimes. I feel like people that don't deal with debilitating fatigue just can't understand what it's like to try and function when you are so tired. I don't know if she did look for the podcast, but you never know about the seed that I probably planted that day. Maybe she will have another patient come in and mention, Hey, I was just diagnosed with lupus. And maybe she'll remember me in the podcast and share that with them. She might even have a patient that's been diagnosed for a long time and Let's say that maybe they're feeling discouraged, and then she might remember there's this person named Gwen, and she she has a she has it also, and she also has a podcast that you might want to listen to. I left my appointment with clean teeth and a feeling of maybe I was able to encourage my hygienist to be able to help others that are living with lupus Now, my second story is with one of my coworkers, and if you remember how when I told my story in the first episodes I shared. A, a lot of my really bad moments were when, I, were when I was at work and also that's when it got really bad to where they had to take me to the hospital. And this particular coworker, he was one of them that saw me like when I was really bad. He's actually seen me where I, when I walk, I would limp because my ankles and my knees were all swollen. But this particular day, I went to his department to talk to one of uh, his assistants, and she has autoimmune issues, but it's not lupus. But she has a lot of the same symptoms that I do. So we talk sometimes and talk about how it seems like we're both hurting at the same time. And while we were talking, she mentioned to this other coworker how Gwen deals with uh, some of the things like she can't walk sometimes and how I deal with being tired and I started to explain to him how I had to change my exercise routine and other changes I had to make in my life in order to be able to function. He had this surprised look on his face. He said, I didn't know you deal with that. Then I proceeded to tell him about the brain fog, or of course lupus brain, and how I use sticky notes to help me with remembering things. And then I told him how I started riding a bike because that seems to be easier on my knees and Then I do more low-impact exercises than what I used to be able to do. Then we talked to him about the fatigue we experience and how it doesn't matter sometimes how much sleep you get. You're just tired. That one, he was like, wow. Now, in my mind, I thought when I came back to work after being out, you know, those years ago when um, I was in the hospital, I thought, okay, he probably Googled what is lupus and read every article on it and what people with lupus deal with guess what? That's not what happens. They don't go looking for it. Now, I'm not saying I expected him to study it like I do. Actually, I don't expect anyone that doesn't have lupus or some type of autoimmune disease to really want to learn about it. Think about it. Before you were diagnosed with lupus or had a family member diagnosed, did you ever research it? Probably not. When my doctor said. You have lupus. I vaguely remembered when Nick Cannon was diagnosed, and that's all I knew at that moment. I didn't know what it was, but I remember who had it. After that, he came to me, my coworker, and he asked me more questions about how lupus affects me and some changes I've had to make in my life and I shared with him those changes and I, that I did, and he just couldn't believe what I have to do in order to function each day. Whenever I do share my story and what changes I've made to my life, it seems the reaction is always shock. It's hard for someone to imagine being so tired, not knowing what part of your body is going to hurt that day or how long your good days will last or how long are those, you know, when your body's hurting, how long is that going to last? If someone does ask you about living with lupus, don't get mad at them it's hard for someone to understand something that doesn't affect them. Now that doesn't mean to let them say things like, it's all in your head and you just need to get over it. Now that's a whole different story in itself. But I've found when I start the conversation, most people generally genuinely want to know what it is and how to live with it. I know it can be scary to share your story of living with lupus. When you share it, You never know if that person will share what you told to them. They might have a family member that would be diagnosed one day with it, and it may even be them. Let's not limit our story sharing to just the month of May. Whenever you have the opportunity to educate someone about lupus, take the opportunity. Let them know, yeah, sometimes this really gets me down because it impacts every part of my life, but it's helped me remember what is important, and that's living the best that I can. Did you have the opportunity to tell someone about lupus and what your story is in May? I'd like to know. You can email me, Gwen at thegwynnelechlander.com, or you can send me a message through Facebook. That's facebook.com backslash lupuslivingpodcast. And once again, I hope everyone is doing well. I hope you had a good Lupus Awareness Month so let's keep it going. Today's quote that I would like to leave you with is from the musician Morgan Harper Nichols and that quote is, tell the story of the mountain you climbed. Your words could become a page in someone else's survival guide. The information in this podcast is for informational purposes only. The views of any guest on the podcast are their own. The host of the podcast is not a medical professional. You should consult with your doctor or medical professional before you make any changes that may affect your health in any way.